So a lot of people talk today about the law of attraction and manifestation. And, you know, there's a, a misconception <laughs> that uh, you can just sit on a couch and if you think positively enough, everything is going to just roll in and land at your feet. And while that's not untrue, it's also not true. There's a missing piece, and it's one of the things that we talk about in today's episode, along with how to have a great divorce, how to relaunch from any transition, personal, professional, health, relationship, and a bunch of other amazing things. And uh, Hillary, this is just amazing. Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. I couldn't even hit record on this show because Hillary and I were having so much fun talking. Hillary DeCesar, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, Esty, I love this. I love it. And you're like, wait, we got to start recording. It's some start point, recording. So. We have to stop talking and start recording because yeah. everyone else is missing all the fun stuff we're saying. No, and I love, I, I've already like, you know, matched you with a good friend that lives right near you. I'm like, oh, this is so great. So I know, I'm yeah. so excited. I've just made like a friend match. This is my friend. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do friend blind dates. Okay, so guys, Hillary has a unique understanding and up close perspective of the center of any successful business, organization, or life. It's people and what they desire to the core, but with dots. And guys, you know I talk about core and core brand all the time, so I can't wait to hear this. Uh, after a 10-year career at Oracle Corporation, garnering more than 100 worldwide managerial sales awards, that is so many. That is so many. I mean, you know what? And, and it, yes, I agree. It, it's a lot. But that there so were. Cool, though. Yeah. Do you have them all hanging somewhere or like in a file drawer? I'm going to laugh. I don't have one. I don't have <laughs> any of them. <laughs> uh, Hillary decided to shift her focus to helping C suite executives and women looking to relaunch in either life, business, or relationships to reach their goals. She's a mother to three, stepmother to two children, and wife to her amazing husband, mm. and uh, recently moved to Boulder. Colorado. I did after being a California girl for a long time. Yes. And guys, Hillary has been featured in the White House Conference on Bullying Prevention, appeared in an episode of ABC's The Secret Millionaire, and is a frequent contributor to major news outlets like CBS, ABC, Fox, Huffington Post, and was selected as top 25 women in tech to watch. Mm. Super cool. So, okay, <laughs> we, we know you're cool. I love your energy. <laughs> Let's take a minute. And before I hear like all the backstory, I think I want to know why the switch specifically to relaunching, like why mm. that piece? Because I was bombarded with transitions, those life transitions that come at you that you are not expecting. And I realized that if this is happening to me, it's happening to everyone else. And so how can I help kind of shed light that yes, there is a way to 
get through these gnarly transitions that as you get older, you're going to get more and more and more of them and do it gracefully, do it with a process I call the, the three H and be able to actually transform and find silver linings in the mess, the muck, the crap that you have to get through. All right. So I'm going to take this very personally because I'm fairly recently divorced. So I'm going to, oh yeah, that was my own personal therapy (laughs) session. Um, as we talk, yeah, that (laughs) was great. That's one of those transitions been there. (laughs) Uh, and I moved countries now seven years ago, I moved countries. So I definitely relate to transitions and I'm, I'm still sitting like in the middle-ish of, of one. Every time yeah. I think I'm like, oh yeah, I'm through this. But like something else hits. I'm like, nope, nope, not done. Very much not done. I, I got you covered because <laughs> I was, yes, I was divorced and single for seven years. And guess what? It can happen. You are, uh, and trust me, again, again, there's silver linings that we could go on. Silver, there, there are always silver linings. <laughs> there are always silver linings. And I, I, I do feel so blessed um, even wherever I am, even in the middle of all of it. Okay. So take us back a second. Cause then I'm going to pick your brain on these three H's and, and, you know, mm. like figure out what to do with my life. Mm. Um, this is my kind, this is my kind of hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Let me I really, you right you know, now on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Like for you listening, like you think the podcast is for you. It's just for me. I just get all these like free coaching sessions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I understand only too well. <laughs> So you were working at Oracle. Yeah. So I was there for 10 years and I had um, one of just, you know, a situation occur where the president was leaving. He was going to a venture capital firm. Kleiner Perkins called me up. I had been on his SWAT team. I had been uh, involved with the executive suite there at Oracle. And he said, Hey, I want you to come over, help coach all of our portfolio entrepreneurs, executives. And of course I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know how to do that. And he's like, you've been doing this for 10 years, Hillary, get over here, three day coaching session, and then wrap it up with an all hands and give them your best. I'm like, okay, well, I ended up doing it. I loved it. And that put me into action of like, I think it was called consulting then, not coaching consulting. And that was over. I think there's a difference, by the way, I tell people like I'm a blend of coaching, consulting, teaching coaching is where like, I pull from you where you want to go and help you get there. Consulting is, I just might know things you don't, because I'm doing this for such a long time. And I've studied so much and I just know things you don't know. So I might tell you what to do. You don't have to listen, but when I blend coaching and consulting, I'm going to tell you to do the things that are going to get you where you want to go in a way that you can absorb them and do them. Now magic starts to happen and I'll teach you how. Okay. I think we're the wonder twins. Just add just add strategist in there. Yes. And, and we've yes. nailed it. That is, and we've that nailed is, it. Yeah. yeah. My, my new program, we've just rebranded called the marketing map because it's a strategy program. And I yeah. just all day, we were trying to find a name, trying to find a name, trying to find a name. And all day, all I say is that strategy is just a plan to reach your goal. It's a map to get where you want to go. And then I'm like, marketing map. It's a market. It's just like, it is. like a download. It's a map. It's a map. I, Absolutely agree. So the, the real fun came when I realized, oh, wait, I actually really like doing this. I like the excitement of learning about different people's businesses, industries. I had done many, many, many industries when I was uh, at Oracle and I started to get into this. I did it five years, was helping, you know, 
tons of different people sell their company, do mergers. And I realized I really want this for myself. I want to do something. Uh, but there was a little something called divorce that came in there. And I realized, oh my gosh, how am I going to have three kids, be a single mom? They were all under the age of seven and still be able to have a business life of my own and create something that I really wanted. And I thought, ha ha, I've got it let's create a company that's relevant for the kids. And so it was Girl Ambition, which was getting girls to feel like, you know, cyberbullying was really becoming a big thing. And how could we keep these girls safe online? Well, I also have a son. So I did that business for a while. And he's like, hey, what about me raising his hand? And I said, oh, yeah, you're right. So I then created it with two other fabulous women. Um, as my co-founders, we started a business called Everloop. And it was literally um, a security company to keep kids safe online. Wow. Did that, did that. The kids grew up. They Wait, passed wanna, hold, hold up. Oh, yeah. Like with one line, I'm missing a couple pieces here. One, what was your job at Oracle? Like, what did you do there? So I actually ran the small businesses for both manufacturing and financial applications. So I was, I was Silicon Valley tech girl. Like that's what I did. I was the techie techie. I was in sales. I, um, you know, I was the top rep of all of Oracle one year. I was a machine. That's what I thought. That's entirely what my identity was. I was, you know, when people would say, so tell me about you, Hillary, I'd be like, well, I am this and I'm that. And I have, you know, X amount of people and my PL and my revenue, and this is how I've done. And, you know, I mean, that was, yeah. that's what defined me. And, yeah, then and, then, and then leaving that, I know, because I worked also, I was like a CIO of a multinational nonprofit for six and a half years. And that was who I was until I left because it got toxic. Now I don't know what I'm doing now. Um, okay, fine. So now I'm going to skip ahead. So Everloop, how do you run a security company to keep kids safe online? Like, what does it even do? Do they report things to you and then you chase the perpetrators? Like yeah, so you know what? It was a lot of different things. There was a law called COPPA, which is the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, and nobody was really following it in businesses. So we basically created an environment for kids like a Facebook for kids way ahead of its time. And it was a safe place for them to go, be able to post pictures, to be able to tell stories, to be able to, we had a little show, a TV show that was around it. And it was um, giving people the ability to learn about what to do, what not to do, while you're, while you're with people that were in, we had these like loops, like literally it was a loop, like, oh, you really like to play soccer, then join that loop. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. And I found, you asked me an interesting question at the very beginning with relaunch. I found that my career has followed what's going on in my life to such a T. So as you know, I raised um, almost $10 million for Everloop. I was out there. I was constantly traveling. I ended up getting melanoma. Where, where, where were your kids? If you were like, did you take a so, <laughs> Well, So my kids at that point, um, it's funny. I'm thinking like when I, when I, I got melanoma, I remember getting really toxic, really sick. And I was like, oh, there's something really wrong with me. But then it ended up um, my ex-husband, so I've got to share with you, there will be a book in the future. It's not the book that I'm putting out next spring, but there will be a book called The Great Divorce. Oh, and yeah, my, <laughs> my ex-husband and I really, we did it right. And so when I was traveling, 
he, um, he was running companies and, um, but he was running, he was at corporate, you know, I was, I was doing the, I was doing the entrepreneurial thing. And so he would have the kids and I would have the kids and, you know, we'd go back and forth and it, yeah, but there was always, I always call it like corporate guilt for a mom who has kids who you're not able to truly, you don't feel good when you're working and you don't feel good when you're home, right? There's always that pull of like what you should be doing. There's that pull and like the guilt, but then if you're just with your kids, cause I, I've tried this a few times now, um, every time I have like a big change, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom. And then like weeks or a month in, my entire being freaks out. It's like, no, I need to go do things. I love all of you dearly, but you will not have a mom if I'm just right, and, and don't you think, I mean, Esty, don't you think that you're better when you can figure out, okay, yes. I always, you know, talk about like the time management thing. And I've kind of like mastered this whole time management right now, as far as I'm concerned. And so far, <laughs> so, so far, so good. But when you really realize that if you were just a, you know, staying home mom, which God love you all. And I, you know, coach I am mom. so envious and I, like, I'm the biggest fangirl of stay at home mom. Cause I always yeah. wanted to be one. Yeah. And I just know that I can't cause I've tried it, but I'm so like, I'm like a fan. I'm like, I bow to you. I think you are the coolest humans and I, I do it, and I wish I was, and I'm not. And I just, it's taken a lot. I got too antsy. I was like, antsy, yeah. antsy. I just, it, I wasn't bringing my best self. So I would almost like, like the kids would come home and I'd be like, I'm being a freak right now. I have like, you know, the, the little charcuterie board out and I'm like, you know, hi, so tell me about your day. And they're like, I just want to go out and play with my friends. I don't want to be with you. I'm like, ah. this is like, I remember my friends would ask me, they're like, you know, well, do you drink at night with your kids? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm a social drinker. I like to drink with friends. I don't want to drink with my children who don't <laughs> get it. And I'm like, that's not fun to me. So no. So I'm like, I'm a stay-at-home mom at that point. I'm not even having any cocktails. I'm not doing it. I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> this, isn't fun. this is not the life that I was aiming for. I just recently, no. yesterday, I think, told a client of mine who also has more children than I do. Um, I was like, listen, you can be a great parent in only 30 minutes a day. I learned this years ago and I love it. 30 minutes a day, 10 minutes when your kids wake up, 10 minutes when they get home from school and 10 minutes at bedtime, undivided exclusive attention at those times changes the whole day. You right? just, when you're you busy in the morning, the whole morning's off and then they go to school and everything's rushed. When you're fully attentive, that beginning, you're on, everything moves. When they first come home, doesn't matter what you're in the middle of. And I know that some days like I can't stop what I'm doing when they get home. So like the whole afternoon, like runs in that way. When I do, I stop everything I'm doing 10 minutes. I just sit there, everything they need, everything they need to download. I'm there. And then seven minutes, 15 minutes, somewhere in that range, they're done with me and they go. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to add on to this soon enough, soon enough. Trust me, because we're going (laughs) to, we're going to continue this conversation after this podcast is over. All right. You will find somebody. He will be amazing. And you will do the same principle of 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes with him. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a marriage. I love that. Ten yeah, minutes, it works. Ten minutes, it you works. Go. You just said, that's one of my, like, you know, that's one I'm of in. the things I would say. I'm in. Yeah. I love it. All right. I'll remember it. Listen, you know, it's so maybe it's not just parenting. Maybe it's in all relationship. It's a fantastic thing. Everybody wants undivided attention. 
but it's funny. It's like when you take a bite of that, let's just say amazing brownie. I love brownies. I love chocolate chip cookies too, but let's just say I make my own chocolate, five ingredients, superfood, no sugar. Seriously. We're going to have to exchange addresses. I'll send you something and you send me. You got it. (laughs) But it's like taking that first bite and you're like, Oh my God, this tastes so good. And then you take the next bite and it's like, okay. And then you finish the whole brownie and you're going to have a second brownie, but it's not as good. It's like, yeah. I mean, those first bites, it's the same thing with time. It matters so much that beginning. That's why I love what you said. No matter what you're doing, when your kids come through that door, you're like, boom, put it down focus and know that it's just a mess. Most people can't because they're like, no, but I have to get to all these things. And if I stop now, I'm like, that's when it's like, no, give them 10 minutes. You will see yeah. it changes everything. It does. And they don't need you much after that. Like they just, they need you in those moments. And if they don't have those moments, it bleeds for hours. Yeah. Cause they don't feel like they got what they need. And then if you give them attention later, it's almost like they're preset that you're not really paying attention to them. Totally. <laughs> and what are we, what are we wired to want? We're wired to want to be heard. And that's wired for connection. And I think being heard creates that connection. Like when we speak, we want to be received. Yeah. Right. And that that's part of that connection, that give and take. Yeah. How many times have you heard like, mom, you're not even listening. Mom, you're not even listening. Ah, but you're doing, I had a dollar for every time. And you're like, you know, Hey, I'm listening three times a day. (laughs) That's right. That's right. No. And I, I tell my kids also, I'm like, if you see me in the middle of something and then you start talking, I was in the middle of something just because you started talking. Does it my, my kids and my friends and my, everyone makes fun of me. Like I, you could talk to me, but if I was doing something first or reading, I literally don't hear you. I am, I'm zoned into something else just because you've made noise. Doesn't mean that I'm splitting my focus. Like, well, and I'm going to say one other thing, because again, I'm now very focused because relaunch is about relaunching business relaunching and launching businesses into six figures, into seven figures, but it also is about relaunching your relationship. So I am going to say something right now. You've just said something very interesting because what you just said is when you're focused on something, you're really focused. That is a very big trait for masculine energy for men. Okay. And why is that? Because your brain, if you were to cut your brain in half and you look down on it, you have something called a corpus callosum. And for men, it's literally split right hemisphere, left hemisphere. So when they are doing something, don't interrupt them because they literally are focused in that one thing. And you're bound to not get a response that you want. But for women, we actually because our brain looks like a big ball of yarn inside with all of these, we actually can, we can multi-process things, but here's the thing. What you've learned is the power of time blocking, right? Really like I do that a lot. And when you do that, you are in your, and I call it, I call it the G zone. Yes. The G zone. <laughs> you're in the G zone, baby. And when you're in the G zone, don't, you know, don't mess with me. Cause I'm, I'm doing my thing. I am in my greatness. I am in my genius. I am in my, like that, that like get it going zone. So that's why I love to do it most, no matter how hard I try early morning, late evening. Cause otherwise there's just, there's stuff. And like the doorbell rings, even though it's two in the afternoon, you're not expecting anyone. You're like, why, why are you ringing? Like, I didn't need that right now. Okay, again, Wonder Twin Power is here. Activate because (laughs) I'm a morning and the late, you know, late and I can get, I jam on things. And then there, and I always try to say, 
you know, there, there's that idea of, you know, the 24 hour clock and you've got, you know, eight hours that you're supposed to be sleeping, eight hours that you're supposed to be um, doing some type of activity and family. And then eight hours of work. That was the whole idea of, you know, that whole eight hours a day, but for us, it doesn't happen that way. I mean, we've got like, you know, we're trying to work our magic with like two hours here, two hours there. And I always say to people, let's really look at when are you most productive and, you know, again, if I don't get those really like the nasty things that I really don't like to do out of the way first in the morning, I guarantee you by the end of the day, there's no way I'm going to get them done. No way. And they, and they drain your energy the whole day also. So by the end of the day, you're so drained. You're like, well, I definitely can't do it now because <laughs> this has been sitting on me all day. How could I do yeah. it now? Yeah. Yeah. So there's an amazing book um, by Dan Pink called When. Um, and it's the science of perfect timing. And I love it because I have been studying teaching chronobiology like for years and I never really start written about anywhere. And it's the science of how your body interacts with time. And he talks about it also with plants, how plants have an intuitive sense of time. Even if you put them in a dark closet, they, um, there was an experiment and I forgot from like a lot of years ago. I read the book years ago already. And I put the flower in the closet and even without seeing the sunlight, it would open and close day and night. It knew what time was and our bodies were naturally on a certain clock. And I have a friend of mine. He's like, well, I changed my body clock. I was a night person. Now I'm a morning person. And I'm like, cool, like good on you. And I've done that. I'm up every day at six. I'm at the gym by six 30. Cause if I don't do it at six 30, probably not going to do it. Um, but I'm a natural night person. If you leave me to my own devices and you don't set any alarms and you just let my body reset, I will wake up at 10 and go to bed at two. That is my natural state. Mm. Can I reset that? I don't know. I've been waking up between 5.30 and six for about two years now. Let's see. Haven't done it yet. How many <laughs> years will it take to reset my natural rhythm? I don't know, <laughs> but you can definitely- Fascinating about the, about the flowers. That's really cool. about the flowers. And we really do yeah. have a chronobiology. Like we- have a natural interaction with time. We have a natural low. Like I know I have a low around 3 p.m., yep. but it's 4 p.m. on daylight savings time. <laughs> like it's not clock-based. Well, it, is, it is interesting where you are, right? Yeah, <laughs> because it moves. Yeah, and having lived in California my entire life, except for college when I went to Boulder, I went to CU, and now I'm living in CU, so I'm mountain time, one hour ahead. Mm-hmm. And it is funny how... I can get up really early, but then man, I mean, at night, I'm like, I'm like lights out, (laughs) lights out. I'm like so exhausted. And it's, it's really interesting that that whole thing. We have a natural attack on time. I had a client who's not, he was what I would call a deep night person. He did his best work between like one and 4 a.m. And, uh, you know, he hears all these things like early to bed and early to rise and never going to be successful. The guy's running a $4 million company that he built himself in less than three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you'll never be successful unless you're up early. And I told him like, stop, just stop. Like you don't need to be at the office at six. If you do your best work between one and four, that's your best work. You want to change? No problem. But there's no have to change because if this is how you work best, work best. Yeah work best and hire other people to start answering the phones at nine, not you. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I would ask 
I, I want to ask your advice for small business owners, but we've been giving them advice this entire time. So I'm going to skip back now. I want to know the three H process on okay. a therapy session. So yes, so here, so here is what, um, having done this for as long as I have, having worked with literally thousands of entrepreneurs, executives. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?